This is Servant Marcia Carney with Escape to Heaven. Spirit of the Lord is upon me. His anointing is empowering. The kingdom of the Lord is within me. And He's calling land. Oh my goodness, we have arrived again. It's Monday morning, 11.30 a.m. And I know that it's been a battle, but I have great news for you. The Lord, our Father, our Creator, He has orchestrated everything for you to win. Spiritually, emotionally, financially, practically, you can escape. To heaven because it is your destiny. Heaven is real. You're listening to Servant Marcia. This is Wave 94, 94.1, 11.30 a.m. on a bright and beautiful Monday morning. You know, we're going to keep talking about the destiny of the seed of the woman. It's obvious that there are several lineages existing on the earth today. There's the seed of the woman, the serpent seed, and that could be spiritually rebellious or it can be genetically, you know, altered human seed, uh, such as the falling angel hybrids from mating with human beings and their generations. The question today is, what is the end? Will this, will, will the enmity, the hatred, the war between the seas, will it ever end? I mean, uh, what is the destiny of these seas? How do they coexist on earth and, and how will they exist in eternity? That, that's just, that's my question. I know that it's yours as well. Heaven is a, it's not a mythical place. It's the holy dwelling of the Most High, the Lord Most High, the Ancient of Days, and innumerable angelic beings. Uh, we cannot begin to comprehend the splendor, the beauty, the mansions, uh, the city of the living God, the throne of Jesus, and the Ancient of Days, uh, God's perfect design. Heaven, that's what we're talking about today. Who are the seeds? Over in Genesis, the third chapter, verses 14 to 15, is the first mention of the serpent seed. And it is when the fall took place and the Lord God is speaking to the three players. And that's Adam, Eve, and the serpent. And he looks at the serpent and said, because you've deceived Eve, as you have, you are cursed above all cattle, above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shall thy go, and dust shall you eat all the days of your life. So obviously, the serpent was standing up straight at one point, but now because of the curse, he's slithering on the ground. And then the Lord said, I will put enmity between thee and the woman, between your seed and her seed, and her seed shall bruise your head and your seed will bruise 
the seed of the woman's heel. Unto the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception and sorrow. Thou shalt bring forth children. Thy desire shall be to thy husband and he shall rule over thee. All of that implies that at some point, Eve was actually equal to Adam. They were co uh, rulers, for lack of a better word, of equal status. But because of the fall, Adam had to move a, a level above Eve and literally had to become responsible for her. Who proclaimed this curse? You know, a lot of times a person will will say something. Uh, we sometimes, when in our fallen nature, would curse each other. And the question is, do you have the power? Did God himself have the power to really place that curse as he did? Who is God? And over in Psalms, the 93 uh, chapter, we realize that it says the Lord reigns, that um He's clothed with majesty. He's clothed with strength. He girds himself. He established the world. It cannot be moved, okay? And God's throne is established from days that don't even before he created earth. I mean, he's from the everlasting uh, realm of existence. I mean, he's always been here and always will be here. Psalms 95 says, the Lord is a great God. He's a great king above all gods. So that means there really are other gods small g and his hand are deep places of the earth the strength of the hills is his the sea is his because he made it okay and his hands god hands formed what we now call the earth so our god is great we're his people we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand not the land, but of his hand, of God's hand. Psalms 96 says, for the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is feared above all gods for all the gods of the nations. Remember when he separated those 70 nations, they're idols. But our God, the creator, made the heaven, made the earth. Psalms 99 says, the Lord reigns. He sitteth between the cherubims. You know, uh, we need to tremble. Even the earth moves at the presence of the Lord. The Lord is great and he is high above all the people. And, you know, just to remind you and I, Adam and Eve had two sons or there were two sons actually birthed from the womb of Eve and the oldest was Cain and the second was Abel. And when you look at their lineages, you see that Cain killed Abel. So Abel had no children. Okay. And in the Bible, Genesis four chapter, the lineage of Cain is not under Abel. Matter of fact, Abel lineages started with Zeth. So that implies that Cain and Zeth had two different fathers because Cain lineage is not under Adam. So that in itself shows us the woman's seed and the serpent seed. Serpent seed from everything that I can see in the Bible is under Cain genetically. However, as time went on, 
the woman's seed became uh, after particularly after the fall or after the heavenly beings came down to earth, the angelic beings that 200 and maybe there were even more. But we know about the 200 angels that agreed and came down and made it with the women on earth that created another lineage, another hybrid seed on the earth. And so the woman's seed also became perverse as the seed that came from the lineage of Cain. Woman seed became rebellious, and some of the woman seed, very few, remain righteous. Noah was such a man. The Lord uh, says, or the Word of God says in Genesis, the sixth chapter, that God found Noah, and that Noah was just, meaning that he believed in the Lord, and uh, he followed the things of God. And then he was also perfect in his generations. That's from the Bible, meaning that his genes had not been altered by the seed of the fallen angels. So he was, in fact, the righteous woman's seed. And the Lord sent the flood, eradicating the perversion that had been inflicted upon the earth because of the mating of the fallen angels with the the women on earth. However, the earth itself was again repopulated by the seed of Noah, by Noah's three sons and their wives. So that's the foundation upon the two seeds, the serpent seed and the woman seed. You know, the questions sometimes come about, well, how did the serpent seed come back to the earth if God had done the flood in order to eradicate it? Well, that could be answered pretty simply because in the Bible, it says that Noah's seed was perfect. But Noah married a woman. Her, her bloodline may not have been perfect. Which means that from the three sons, there could have been a mixture. And those three sons who also had wives and, and nowhere in the Bible does it say that those wives, uh, bloodline was perfect and not mixed with the fallen angels bloodline. So it's very easy for that bloodline to resurface in the following generations. That is my uh, theory and understanding of God's word. King David said, what is man? And I, and, and, and I say, what is man? Why does God give so much attention to mankind? And uh, Psalms, the eighth verse says, this is King David speaking to the father. He says, when... I consider the heavens and the work of thy fingers, the moon, the stars that you ordained. David's question to the Lord is, what is man that thou art mindful of him, you know, um, and the son of man that thou visited him? I mean, for you've made man a little lower than the angels and then crowned him with glory and honor. Well, I can respond to that in Genesis uh, first chapter. It tells how God created man 
in his own image and after his own likeness. We're not talking about made man. We're talking about created man. And since God is a spirit, mankind was created as spirit beings initially. Now, further on in Genesis, the second chapter, it talks about how God takes the ground, the dust and form it into his image and likeness and how he blew into man his breath and man became a living soul. What is man? Man is actually the father in in a form that can exist in the realm of the earth. That's who man is. Man, from God's perspective, is his image. I mean, is his representative on earth. God's intent when he spoke to mankind as he created them, because when he created them in Genesis 1, he also blessed them. And that's why our blessings are spiritual to be activated in our natural self and manifested on the earth so others can see that there is a God, a man that exists perpetually. And so, and as he issued those blessings in Genesis 1, he said, um, you know, take dominion. That's a forceful action. Take dominion. He said, replenish the earth. Amen. Be fruitful. Multiply. Replenish the earth. That's quizzical. Replenish the earth. What does that mean? That means bring back to the earth the presence of heaven. And that was God's original intent before the fall. Okay. So now we're living in the fallen state. However, Jesus came to the earth. Amen. And Jesus, sometimes in the Bible, it says he's the second Adam because when he was tempted by the fallen angel or Satan or the devil or the dragon, I mean, he did not succumb. Instead, he said the word of God. He always said it is written. And that is why even in the time that we're living in right now of turmoil and controversy and uncertainty, stability and just insanity. Uh, you know, the word of God is your rock. The word of God is our foundation. Amen. We must escape from this world, even while we're in this world, because we are not of this world. We are pilgrims. Those of us that have received the indwelling of the Holy Spirit and the acceptance of Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Amen. Somebody. So yes, you can escape because why? The kingdom of God is within. Amen. I know I kind of went there and you're listening to Heaven on Earth Ministries telling you escape to heaven because in this season you can. What is man that God would even look at mankind? And I've answered that to the best of my ability. Man is God's intent to put his rulership on this earth. Amen. And the lifespan, how long are you supposed to live? You know, Psalms, the 90th chapter says the days of our years is 70. However, by reason of strength, they can be 80. So, and strength, labor, and sorrow. Well, okay, but by faith, okay, in the word of God in, in Genesis 6 chapter, the Lord himself speaks about how his spirit can only dwell in mankind for 120 years. 
So with the mating of the um, uh, the the beings, the angelic beings, which were made to exist forever with immortality. So the mating of immortality with mortality, which was mankind, the Lord himself says, my spirit can only dwell in that flesh temple 120 years. That's my interpretation. So by faith, we can live 120 years. But the normal lifespan is 70 and it can be extended to 80. We have a situation where the serpent seed, I've mentioned before, is normally stronger, wiser, the children of this world, wiser than God's own children that have accepted him. Uh, and even the Lord says, you know, my people perish because of lack of knowledge. You would wonder, why haven't the serpent seed already destroyed the woman's seed? There's been so many attempts, you know, the giants, uh, the Amorites, the Amalekites, and all of the ites, you know, trying to destroy uh, the seed of the woman over in the Far East and the land of Israel and so forth. And then you have a situation in the book of Esther uh, where you have Mordecai raising Esther, who becomes the queen, and uh, Haman, uh, who is of the lineage of Esau, you know, very similar to the Cain and Abel situation where you have twins born, Esau and Jacob. Jacob become Israel, and uh, Esau goes, he goes on and mates with the lineage of Cain, which is the serpent lineage, as I showed you earlier. But um, even then, uh, Haman was not able to destroy the Israelites. You have the Purim that is celebrated by the Israelites. Why? Because God gives to the woman seed favor. He gives to the woman seed spiritual uh, blessings and wisdoms activated. And so, again, the serpent seed could not destroy the woman seed. Where? Does the woman seed live when you are obedient and the woman seed as God referred to it are the righteous. Okay. Those that are obedient, not the rebellious woman seed that has become perverted like the seed of the serpent through Cain lineage or the 70 nations, the Gentiles that were separated at the tower of Babel. Not that we're talking about submitted. Woman seed, righteous woman seed. Where are they on this earth right now today? And Psalms 91 tells us, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. That's where they are. And I will say of the Lord, You're my refuge. God is my refuge. He's my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Surely, God will deliver me from the snare of the fowler, from the noisome pestilence. COVID is a type of pestilence. And your expectation as a submitted woman seed is deliverance. You should not expect to die from COVID. Why? Because of your dwelling place. You are dwelling in the secret place of the Most High. He shall cover you with His feathers. Under His wings shall thy trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. 
What is the truth of the word of God? You know, that um, deliverance is the bread of the children of God. Uh, I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. Amen. Thou shalt not be afraid of the terror by night, nor for the arrow that fly by the day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand shall fall by your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but none shall come nigh thee. This is the word of God. And that is why Jesus always said, it is written. It is time, saints of God, believers, that we put God's word in our heart. So in this day and season, we are living in the shadow of the most high as the woman see. What is our destiny while we're on earth? Psalms 103 tells us to bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all my benefits. And what are your benefits? You're forgiven. All of your iniquities are forgiven. You're healed. All of the diseases, you're healed. Your life is redeemed from destruction. You're crowned with loving kindness and tender mercies, and you will be satisfied with good food. Your mouth and your youth will be renewed. That is the destiny of the seed of the woman while we're on earth. Psalms 91 says, because we have made God our refuge, that no evil shall befall you. No plague shall come nigh thee. He has given his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. That is your destiny. Uh, they show the angels will bear us up in their hands so you don't even dash your feet against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon. The dragon is the enemy. Your expectation, your destiny is to trample over the devil, trample over the dragon. Why? Because God himself has set his love upon you and he will deliver you. He will set you on high because God knows your name. Woman seed, God knows your name. And when you call upon the Lord, he will answer you. <laughs> he will be with you. He will deliver you. He will honor you with long life. Will he satisfy you? He will show you his blessings. Amen, somebody. Our destiny on earth as the seed of the woman is, is great. Our children shall continue and our seed shall be established. That's Psalms 102. Zechariah the fourth chapter gave us a different perspective. And what he showed us that is that there were two olive trees, okay, that were standing before the Lord. And Zechariah was in a vision speaking to the angel. And he said, what are these two olive trees on the right side of the candlestick and on the left side? And um, he asked the angel, he said, what are these two olive branches which through the two golden pipes empty the golden oil of themselves. And finally, the angel answered Zechariah, who was a prophet of old, and he said, you don't know what this is? And Zechariah said, no, I don't, my Lord. And so the angel said, these are the two anointed ones that stand by the Lord of the whole earth. See, you 
are anointed. Even Jesus read that from the book of Isaiah. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. I've been anointed. You know, we are the church of God, the bride, the, 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 ex, you know, the Lord showed me that we're not a bride until we get married. So right now we're the church and we are engaged, but we are not yet the bride. However, we are one of the two anointed standing before the Lord as intercessors petitioning for the things on earth. <laughs> wow. The mission of the two anointed ones is to bring heaven to earth. And even in Zechariah, it says, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, said the Lord of hosts. So Holy Spirit, and this is my understanding, my revelation, Holy Spirit and the body of Christ, which are the sons of all, the sons of God, not begotten sons, but the sons of God through the begotten son, which is Jesus Christ. We are the two anointed ones that are standing before the Lord. And even over in John, Jesus says, remember that it is said of the Holy Spirit that he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he hear Holy Spirit. That's what the Holy Spirit speak. And the Holy Spirit shall receive of Jesus and then show it to us. So we are the body of Jesus, the anointed one of God and Holy Spirit. He shows you and I what Jesus is saying. We are the two anointed ones. We have a great destiny. Saints of God, woman seed upon the earth. Now that we spoke about the destiny of the woman seed, what about the seed that has fallen? What about the serpent seed? What about the seed of Cain? What about the seed of Esau? <laughs> or any seed not submitted to God, the angelics, hybrid seed, the Nephilim, the giants. Those things are still in existence, whether we know it or not. Uh, they may not be existence on the physical planet Earth, but when you look at what uh, Enoch wrote, those fallen angels, God put them under the earth. Hmm. Well, there are serpent seed on the earth. And so what about it? Obadiah, the sixth chapter says how Esau will be ransacked. The treasures will be pillaged. Um, the friends, the seed of the serpent, if you're not submitted unto the Lord, then you're not the woman seed. And so your friends will deceive and overpower you and eat your bread. Those your people you think are your friends will set traps for you and you won't be able to detect it. This is what happens to the, this is the destiny of Esau, the destiny of the lineage of Cain. <laughs> wow. So the prophetic word was given from Obadiah about the lineage of the serpent or the lineage of Esau, who also uh, commingled with the lineage of Cain. And Obadiah, the 10th verse says, because of the violence against your brother Jacob, 
You will be covered with shame. You will be destroyed forever. And on the day you stood a loaf while strangers carried off Jacob's wealth and foreigners entered his gates and sold them for slaves, then the destiny of Esau, another seed on earth, will be slavery. <laughs> wow. So, in Obadiah, it says, the day of the Lord is near for all nations. And as you have done unto Jacob or Israel, it will be done unto you. Your deeds will return upon your own head. There is a cry and a warning to the fallen woman seed in Revelations, the 18th chapter. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, come out of her. What does that mean? Come out of the fallen world. Come out of the lineage of Cain. Come out of the lineage of Esau spiritually, my people, that ye be not partakers of her sins and that you receive not of her plagues. For her sins have reached unto heaven and God hath remembered her iniquities. The woman's seed is blessed by the Creator. Ephesians, the first chapter says, third verse, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, so that we can receive the blessings of the Lord. I'm going to stop there right now and we'll continue this next week. But I just want you to know that the destiny of the woman's seed is to be blessed while we're on earth. We are to be anointed so that we can do the work that Jesus Christ gave us as our great commission. That is our destiny while on earth. We are the intercessors. We are royal priesthood. And so it is time that we repent for not having fulfilled our role, our destiny. You know, and I'm going to pray right now for all of the woman seed, the fallen woman seed. I'm even going to pray for the seed of the Gentiles that God has now allowed Gentiles such as myself to to become a part of the family of heaven, to become a part of the lineage of Abraham, the lot of God. Amen. That God brought through the seed of Abraham, Jacob. Amen. And that through Israel, he brought Jesus. Amen. Who brought salvation and blessings unto this earth. Father God, we repent right now, Lord God, for not waking up, not receiving, not understanding, not submitting God unto your will. And Lord, we ask you to let your, your prayer that Jesus taught us, let that become real in our lives. Our Father, Lord, let us receive you as our Father, God. 
Let us not think that because we were created by you, that we are automatically your child, God, that we are your child when we submit to your will, God, in our lives. So our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, God, inside of us on this earth. Lord God, we ask you to let your will come forth, Lord God, as it is in heaven upon this earth, Lord God. Bless us today, Lord God. Give us our debts as we give us our daily bread, Lord God, and forgive our debts as we forgive our debtors, Lord God. Lead us not into trespasses, Lord God. We ask you, Lord, to make your prayer become the prayer that Jesus gave us, Lord. Let it be real in our lives. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Forgive us our debts as we forgive us our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us, God, from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. And if you've not received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, now is the time. Not tomorrow, next the not the next minute. People are dying from COVID and all kinds of strokes and unseen things dying in their sleep. If God has touched your heart, now is the moment. Give yourself to the Lord. Repeat after me. Father, forgive me for my sins. I confess with my mouth. And I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ is your son, raised from the dead by your power. And Lord God, your Bible says, your word says, if I believe this, then I am saved and I disconnect, I divorce. I, I no longer entwine myself with the kingdom of darkness. I reject sin. I reject Satan. I reject evil. I reject unseen, unclean forces. I reject the dragon. I reject God, anything that is against you and Holy Spirit come inside of me live in me activate activate the kingdom of God within me in Jesus name I pray amen I love you I love you I bless you I can't wait to see you next week God bless you this is uh, servant Marcia saying escape escape to heaven because you can amen bye See you love once mm, yeah.